0: Welcome to Write This Down with Dot Bowen. I'm your host, AJ, and we are so excited to be on this journey of faith with you. Write this down, Genesis 12, verses 1 through 4. The Lord has said to Abram, leave your country, your people, and your father's household, and go to the land I will show you. I will make you into a great nation, and I will bless you. I will make your name great, and you will be a blessing. I will bless those who bless you, and whoever curses you I will curse. All peoples on earth will be blessed through you. So Abram left as the Lord had told him. Lot went with him. Abram was 75 years old. Today on Write This Down with Dot Bowen, Dot will be teaching us what it looks like to faithfully wait on God. Now let's sit and hear what Dot has to say. Today we're going to talk about what it means to wait upon God and keep the faith. I believe as a child of God, as a follower of Jesus, someone that has given their life to Christ will face a time in their life where they'll have to wait upon God. I know for me there have been many times that I've prayed and asked God to change my circumstances, change the circumstances of my children or the friends, And I pray and I ask God to do something that I want Him to be most glorified. And I begin to pray and ask God to answer my prayers. And as I sit and I wait and days go by and weeks go by and sometimes years, God continues to ask me, just trust me. Just trust me. I think about Abram as we look at Genesis 12 today and 13. I believe that's what God is saying to Abram. I believe that God is saying to Abram, Abram, I just want you to trust me. I want you to step out of your comfort zone, and I want you to leave the country that you're so familiar with. I want you to separate yourself from the people that are surrounding you. I want you to leave your father's household, your relatives, and I want you to move forward to the land that I will show you. As I think about waiting on God, I believe with all of my heart that this is one of the most difficult things God may ask us to do. Now, God asks us to do some difficult things, like forgive others when you feel like you've been a victim, when you know that you've been hurt, and you know that God is saying, because I've forgiven you, I'm asking you to forgive them. Now, that's difficult. But in my mind, to wait upon God and ask Him to lead your path and to trust Him and to continue to keep the faith is difficult. I do not believe that there will be a time in your life that you will not be faced with a dilemma, a dilemma to continue to trust God, to show you what He wants for your life. And there's still this uneasiness in your heart. You just don't know what to do. And as I think about Abram, two things come to mind, waiting and faith. We know that Abram was a great man of faith. We know that he's written among the heroes of the faith in Hebrews 11. It says that Abram obeyed God, trusted God, and headed toward land that he did not have a clue where he was going. As I think about the life of Abram, I know and you know you're not Abram. You're not Abraham. You know that God's not going to do the same in your life as He's going to do in Abram's. You know what my experience has been? God doesn't always do the same thing in everybody's life. But God is the same. And there are things that God will allow us to experience. And there are things that God will allow us to enjoy. And there are things that God will allow us to struggle with so that he can get our attention. Yes. But, you know, I think it's more than that. I think God delights in showing his children how great and marvelous and wonderful he is. I think about Abram and how that he said, I'm going to make you into a great nation. Abram didn't know what a great nation is. There was no such thing as the nation of Israel at that time. And as I think about God saying, you know what, I'm going to bless you and you're going to be a blessing. Abram had no clue that God would use him, his family tree to bring the Messiah. But God knew and God knew that he wanted to do something great and mighty in his life. And Abram was going to have to trust him. Abram was going to have to wait until that moment when God began to fulfill these promises. We have the privilege of knowing what God did do in Abram's life. We have the privilege of knowing how God did fulfill those promises in Abram's life because we know his story. But Abram's living his life. Abram's living his story. And at the moment when God said to Abram, I want you to leave everything that you know, Abram had no idea what laid in the balance of his obedience, I believe that God was saying to Abram, "Abram, I want you to separate yourself from everything that you know, because I want to be the sole influencer of your life." God knew that He was going to do a great and mighty work in Abram's life, and He wanted Abram to be able to just trust Him, to just to hear His voice, to be so laser focused upon God that He would be able to know and follow what God had asked Him to do. I heard someone say one time, if God is the only one that knows where you're going, we need to be certain that there's nothing that comes between me and God, that we would be able to be so close to God that if God were to whisper a direction that he would love for us to go through, we should be so close to him that we would be able to hear his voice. And I believe that that's true. I do know one thing. I know that it's hard. I know it's extremely difficult difficult to wait upon God and to trust Him, even when it doesn't make any sense, even when everybody around you doesn't really understand why you are not doing certain things, why you are not involved in certain activities of the world, and why you have decided to choose a certain path for your life, but you know in your heart that this is something that God's asked you to do. I think it's called a personal relationship with God. I believe that God wants to work in our lives so intimately that God wants us to be so close to him and that he wants to show us what he has for our lives. So often we group ourselves in what God is doing in other people's lives that you just begin to start thinking, well, God's going to do the same in my life. And even though God loves us the same, God has a different plan for our lives. And as I think about Abram, and here he is, he's having to go and tell Sarah, we have to leave. It wasn't easy to pack up and travel those days. And I can only imagine as a wife saying, well, Abram, where are we going? Well, I I don't know. I just know that God has said that we are to leave everything that we know and that God will show us where we're supposed to go. Can you imagine telling that to your neighbors? Can you imagine as the U-Haul truck is picking your furniture up and everything that you own and everything that you've accumulated and your neighbors saying, where are you going? I don't know. We're just going to get in the truck and we're just going to head forward. They would think you had lost your mind. And as I think about this, and I don't believe that God is working and telling you to do the same thing that he's told Abram, but I do believe that God is telling you and he's telling me, I just want you to trust me. As I think about the life of Abram and as I think about Genesis 12, I want you to notice these things. I want you to get your Bible. When Abram set out to Canaan, they arrived there, but it says that Abram traveled through the land. I'm like, what? Why would Abram travel through the land? Well, it says in verses six that the Canaanites were there and that Abram went through that land and he went to a great tree at Shechem and there he built an altar. He called upon the name of God and God was there. God appeared to Abram. Here's a second stop. Here's the next step. The first step was to pack up and go. The second step was this. When they got there, he wanted to go and worship God. Worshiping God in the process is so important when we're waiting on God. And as I think about Abram and he built the altar there and God appeared to him, he said, Abram, I want you to look around and I want you to see this land. And I want you to know that I'm gonna give this to your offspring. Again, we will see in the life of Abram, at that moment when God promised Abram that promise, it will be years before God is fulfilling that promise. And even though Abram was such a great man of faith, Abram was not perfect. And we know that there's times in his life that he got afraid. As he began to move forward, he went to Bethel. And once again, he pinched his tent and he built the altar. Abram prayed through the entire process of waiting. I don't want you to miss this. Write this down. When you are going through the process of waiting on God for directions of your life or something that you know that if God does not come through, your son. If there is something that's laying on your heart and you're asking God's perfect will in that certain situation, I want you to know that you're to pray consistently throughout that process. As I think about Abram and as we look at Genesis 12, I want you to know that Abram was always moving forward. As I was studying and reading and thinking about waiting on God, I read that Tony Evans says this, and I want you to write this down. Waiting on God does not mean doing nothing. It means not going outside of his will while you do something. And as I think about that, I want you to concentrate on that. Waiting on God doesn't just mean you're just sitting on your sofa and you're just saying, God, I need a job. So I'm just going to sit here till somebody knocks on my door and hires me. But as you're waiting on God, you're moving forward. And that's exactly what God did in Abram's life. That's exactly what Abram did. When God said, I want you to leave everything, he packed up and he did the only thing that he knew to do. He packed up his stuff, he told Sarah and he began to move forward. And then when he got to the place he thought that that's where God wanted him to be, he moved on. And he had to stop. And he had to pray. And he had to say, "God, what do you want?" And as God began to say, "Guess what? I'm going to add to that blessing. I'm going to give you an offspring." And we know that it's over time that God did fulfill this. And as we're waiting on God, we're going to get discouraged. We're going to want to take things in our own hands. We will want to take the matters into our own hands. And that's when we start to get in trouble. And that's what Tony Evans is talking about. It doesn't mean that you don't do something. It just means you do not do anything that God's not asked you to do. And so as we know that there became a famine in the land, as you look at Genesis 12, he goes to Egypt and as Abram, who has such great faith, he begins to look at the Egyptians. I believe it's at that time as he's waiting on God and he begins to get discouraged, things begin to get a little bit more difficult. Abram's faith began to waver. He looked at Sarah and he thought, well, you are so cute. And if these objections and this Pharaoh sees you, they're going to want you as their wife. And so let's just say that you're my sister, because technically you're my half-sister. Well, half-truth is still a lie. And as he faced those difficulties, his faith began to get weaker. And that's what happens to us. Often when God has asked us to do a certain thing and we begin to obey God, and life begins to get difficult, often we think, well, did I misread what God was telling me? Did I miss God's will? Because we begin to think, well, if we're obedient, I mean, God is just going to make everything so great. And I do know this. I do know that God blesses obedience, but I also know that God will allow us to face some obstacles as we are right in the middle of His will. And I believe that that's what Genesis 12 was telling us with Abram, that he began to to realize that as he moved forward, that he began to face some difficult times and his faith began to weaken. And guess what God did? Look at 13 verses 4. He says to Abram, I want you to go back to the place where you first built the altar. You know what I think God's saying there? I want you to remember. I want you to go back to that place where you knew without a shadow of doubt that you were being obedient, that you were doing what I've asked you to do. And when things get tough and things get hard and you begin to question what I've asked you to do, if you begin to question my will for your life, I want you to go back to that place where you made that commitment to me. Today, I want to close and I want to think about these things. And I want you to think about what God does during the time that we're waiting and how to keep the faith. First thing I want you to remember is that we just do what we know to do. We just take that first step of faith and then we pray throughout the entire process. And when we begin to face obstacles, don't question God's word. Just ask God to continue to give you the faith to move forward, to obey him no matter what the cost. As we see in the life of Abram, God will fulfill his promises. God will do a mighty and great work in his life. God will reveal to him his perfect plan for Abram. But in the meantime, throughout the process, God will meet Abram at the place where Abram needs him the most. So when we are at a place that we are waiting on God, that we are trusting him, that we are asking him to work in our lives, God wants to reveal who He is, He wants us to know that we're always welcome to enter into His presence and to share with Him our heart. And as we are quite before Him and we're so close to Him, even if He were to whisper into our hearts, we would be able to hear God's Word and we will be able to move on as we're waiting on God and maintaining a strong, active faith in Him. you wrote some of that down. We look forward to being with you again next week on Write This Down with Dot Bowen for the second part of this series. This podcast is brought to you by Cup of Joy Ministries and generous contributions from listeners like you. Be sure to subscribe to our podcast so you don't miss a beat. For more content from Dot, head to dotbowen.com. Thanks for listening.